Welcome to the X plus one podcast, where we meet you where you are with Jesus Christ and seek to take you one step closer to him. I'm your host, Luke Metzler, and welcome to the last episode of our series, Studying Humility. What I've been saying this whole time, although not pretty work, seeking to grow in humility is the most fruitful work one can begin. And today, at least podcast wise, we complete that work. As we have discussed, humility is not a popular or even a fun topic to talk about, and frankly, not many people want to hear about it. So if you are listening to me right now and you have tuned in over the past few months to this series, God bless you. And I mean that because as we're going to discuss today, our pursuit of humility leads to God's promised exaltation. And there is nothing better than favor with God and exaltation from Him. Before I get into that, though, I want to quickly remind you of our definition of humility and the four pillars of humility that we've established over the course of this series. So what is humility? Humility is being rooted in an accurate assessment of self. And what is the accurate assessment? That accurate assessment is that we are nothing and God is all. True biblical humility comes when we see ourselves as nothing in the light of God. And in recognizing this, we seek to make ourselves nothing so that God may be everything in our life. Now, from that definition, we laid out the four pillars of humility. Firstly, that humility is necessary to battle sin. Our sin is the fruit of our pride, and the way we are to combat the pride of the flesh that leads to sin is to humble ourselves before Almighty God. Not only is humility necessary for our salvation, but it is necessary for our sanctification. Humility is necessary to battle sin. Secondly, we discussed that humility is the foundation to lasting righteousness. Again, knowing pride to be the root of all sin, that means that conversely, humility is the root to righteous fruit. Proverbs 4.23 says to keep the heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. If our heart is prideful, we produce sin. But if our heart is like Christ, if it be humble, we will begin to produce righteous fruit. And that second pillar of humility being the foundation to lasting righteousness led us to the third pillar, which is that humility distinguishes the believer. Jesus' life was founded in humility from his great descent from heaven down to earth to his even greater descent among man to become the least of them. Again, Christ's life was rooted in humility, marked by humility, and his heart, as he described himself, was gentle and lowly. His every action flowed from a humble heart. Jesus' humility is the cause for our salvation because he died on a cross for us, though he did not have to. And if humility be one of, if not the distinguishing mark of the one we seek and claim and desire to follow, it should also be ours. Humility should distinguish us as believers from the world. Now, lastly, we discuss the fourth and final pillar of humility, which is that it is the most important virtue. Jesus' first beatitude to come out of his mouth on the Sermon of the Mount was, Blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In other words, blessed are those who live with complete dependence upon God. Blessed are those who are humble. In this series, We've elaborated on this visual that no flower can grow except from the seed which was planted. And if that holds true, that means that for us to produce 
the flowerest virtues of love, of joy, of kindness, of any fruit of the Spirit, we firstly need the seed of humility planted and rooted in our hearts. And that seed is the Holy Spirit. Without humility, we cannot begin to produce any of the other virtues. Remember, humility is the foundation to lasting righteousness. This is why we must surrender to the Spirit, seeking to make ourselves nothing so that God might be everything in our lives, bearing fruit for Him. Now to reiterate the four pillars. Number one, humility is necessary to battle sin. Number two, humility is the foundation for lasting righteousness. Number three, humility distinguishes the believer. And number four, humility is the most important virtue. I also want to mention how in every episode, I have tried my best to provide tangible things that you and I can do to grow in humility. Specifically, we've talked about how dying to self through obedience to God's will can help us grow in humility. We've talked about growing in humility through service. And we also talked about growing in humility through revelation of God's holiness. Now, in this last episode, if I could leave you with one thought for you as you seek to grow in humility, it would be this. Hear me. You cannot sin when you are infatuated with the glory of God. In revelation of who he is, his character, and his power, you cannot be prideful. Pride is shattered in the presence of God. Like we discussed back in episode 10, look at Job, Isaiah, and John. Job, when he encountered the Lord, repented in dust and ashes. And Isaiah and John, in the presence of God, they fell on their faces. You think they were prideful then? Absolutely not. You cannot be prideful in the presence of God. Now, what does this mean? For those listening today who desire to grow in humility, yet you still ponder how to do that, I recommend and I encourage you to seek God with your whole heart. Ask, seek, and knock for revelation of Him and to be in His presence. That pursuit alone will humble you and you will quickly realize that you lose sight of self and the pride that exists in self when you are continually gazing upon the beauty of the Lord, when you are continually in His presence. Now with all that said, I mentioned that God promises exaltation to those who humble themselves before him and before man. James 4.10 reads, Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Let's break that down. In this verse, we are given a responsibility and a promise for doing that responsibility. What is that responsibility, you ask? That responsibility is to humble ourselves. God says that our work is to humble ourselves. And he also says in this verse that his work and responsibility is exaltation. Your job is to humble yourself and God's job is to exalt you. The promise in this verse in James 4.10, it is divine and it is sure. Those that humble themselves will be exalted. If you see to it that you do the one thing that God asks of you, asks of you in this verse, God will see to it that he does what he has promised. Now, here's the thing. Many of us do not know what exaltation is. Exaltation in God's eyes is being uplifted to a position that can greater profess and glorify his name. Exaltation is not deliberately a pay raise or a promotion or a cute girl, whatever. It, 
It's not necessarily getting the thing that you want. See, if you desire to humble yourself solely to get something that you want from God, you don't know what humility is at all. That's false humility. Exaltation exists in the highest glory of man, which, as we've discussed in this series, is being used as a vessel for God to receive and to bring and to show forth his glory. Now, God could use things like receiving a pay raise or a promotion in your life as a means of exaltation, but please don't overlook his giving of opportunities to share the gospel with others or his allowing of you to be the person that gets to encourage another or maybe even being the person that gets to donate money to someone and to provide in that way. Because guess what? God does not need to use you. He chooses to do so. So the opportunities that you have been given to profess Christ, either in deed or in word, are acts of exaltation from God. And many of us miss that. You truly never know how God may exalt you, how he may uplift you to receive and to bring and to show forth his glory. But believe and know that he will. That's his promise. So if you continue your pursuit of humility, God will exalt you. When God can have his rightful place in you, that rightful place of being your everything, being front and center in your heart, he will lift you up. He will lift you up. That is his promise. I love you all, and I have absolutely loved doing this series. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Please, I want to hear any and every feedback. And also, if you have any questions, please feel free to, feel free to reach out to me. I have an email now, podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. I would love to talk about humility, as ironic as that may sound. I would love to talk about it. I truly hope you all have enjoyed, and God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah.